0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Friday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel here with Joel Conan and Dennis Dick on today's show. We're talking about uh, news from Apple on their iPhone production. We have HPQ giving some guidance. Uh, not great, announcing some job cuts there. Costco had earnings, we'll talk about that, don't forget about this jobs number at 8.30 and our guest at 8.35 is Greg Harmon, founder of Dragonfly Capital Management. Before I throw it to Joel, I want to mention that today's show is sponsored by Webull and the Trader paper trading competition, join traders from around the world in a paper trading competition that's great for you and somebody else, competition runs from October 7th, that's Monday until November 9th with weekly prizes of nearly $11,000 worth of Amazon gift cards and the grand prize of either a brand-new Tesla Model 3 or $40,000 towards your student loan debt. So uh, that's some good prizes. Plus, as an added bonus, they will donate uh, all their positive returns from the competition will be multiplied by 0.1%, and that will be donated to Shriners Hospital for children. To learn more, go to the Webull mobile app. Desktop app or click on the link that I will drop in the chat. Now, Joel, what is the word here overnight?
1: Uh, well, you forgot what we're going to do at the end of today. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I'm told, Dennis, I'm told that Joel has some trivia for us. L- last minute. I, I don't actually know. So uh, that, that, that'll be at the end of the show.
1: All right. Uh, SP futures are in the red by 10 handles. Uh, Still above 2,900. We had a little spike to 2,918 about 1 a.m. this morning. Not sure what that was all about. Uh, Pulled back to 2,898. So that makes mid-range a nice number here. Uh, 2,908. You have your close above there. Um, On the downside, we kind of ripped through this area yesterday. So I'm just going to throw one. One lone number out there, twenty-eight ninety-three. If we get a dip there, um, maybe try a lower risk long from that area. Of course, much of uh, the the news and the price action will be dominated by the jobs number. Uh, you have crude in the green by twenty-six cents, fifty-two seventy-one. Gold in the red by just fifty cents at fifteen thirteen ten. Silver in the red by nearly a dime at seventeen fifty-eight. Bitcoin up $35. This is the future at 8195 Triple D, are you with us?
2: I'm with you. Spencer's not letting me show my video here, though. He blocks me. Oh, sorry. He's right. like that. He's mean sometimes. He must, I must be having a bad hair day, even though I actually got a haircut. It is kind of a bad hair day because uh, I did not shower for you guys and obviously slept on my left side. So lots going on here in Hairland, Lots going on here in, in marketland as well. Where do you want to start? I mean, we got Apple here trading up three sticks.
1: uh, Let's go. Let's go to the big dog. Let's go to
0: Yeah, the news overnight, this is from uh, the Nikkei uh, news in, I believe that's in Japan. A report from them that Apple is raising their iPhone 11 production by 10%. It's mostly going to be the lower priced models that they're increasing production for.
2: Stock trading up $3.54. Uh, it had a pretty good candle yesterday. You know, yesterday, and we didn't talk about the overall market, but we really had kind of that capitulatory, everybody throwing the towel event right off the hop. And let's just go back to the SPY and look at the chart so you can kind of get a feel for what we were talking about. We're down two big days, and then right off the hop, they decided to hit it hard again, and I mean, it tanked in the first 20 minutes. We dropped another, what, 350 Dow points or 30 S&P points in a matter of like 10 minutes, and then we slowly started to crawl our way back and crawl our way back and ended up green, and then closing in right near the high of the day, so I feel like that was the capitulation where everybody, at least in the short term, everybody throws in the towel. Got a nice bounce, obviously, off those lows, getting you know a significant amount of, of uh, the losses back even from the prior day. So now you get Apple news. Apple's coming, and it's actually going to challenge its high of the move here. Um, well, I guess we're a little ways away from that. We got up to 228, but getting back up here to 224. So, Joel, the question is, what do you do now? Sure. Because you've seen this, you know, the market get whacked for three days in a row, it gets a lot of the losses back on a stock like Apple. Do you come in here, and I still own Apple in my long-term portfolio, but do you come in here and say, okay, I got all those losses back, it's back near those highs, I'm gonna take the profits, or is Apple gonna be the one that's gonna lead the charge and lead us higher? Uh,
1: For Apple, I'll just see what happens.
2: Apple and the market.
1: All right, Apple and the market. Uh, Well, for the market, we got a bad start to the quarter, right? And so we started out on a negative note. So just based on my quarterly analysis, we're in a little bit of trouble here. We pulled off the highs and uh, we have some technical damage done. So really for me to get bullish for the quarter, uh, we need to rally quite a bit here. Uh, Not too much. I'll I'll go with 29, 25 even. A few closes above that would make me bullish for the quarter. As of right now, I'm bearish for the quarter. Uh, I mean, there's going to be bounces and everything, but right now... When do they
2: report, Spencer? Apple? Yeah. Not that far from now. I, that's what I was going to say, because we start earning season, obviously we start earning season next week. Um, and usually they're, they're like the they're third gonna be, Yeah, they're going to be the end of the month. They're going to be the they last- got a few weeks here before. Yeah. But I mean, this is good data that's coming out here. So what was the actual headline from Apple? That they're increasing production
0: uh, on the uh, iPhone 8... Uh, let me pull it up. Let me read it as I as I read it. Uh, Apple, I'm sorry, not iPhone 8, iPhone 11, excuse me.
2: Uh, Apple raising iPhone 11 production by about 10%. So that's your catalyst here. And if you look at the suppliers, they are all trading up here as well. We got Broadcom, eight. AVGO trading up, SWKS, which is Skyworks trading up. And I mean, this isn't a tough tape because the market is down here this morning. So I I, I think... I I I am not fading this apple move. I'll say that. You know, and obviously I on my long-term portfolio I'm not going to be selling or doing anything there. But just even as a trade, I don't think I'm fading this move because this is good news. The stock had a pretty good tape yesterday. I'd rather buy a pullback on this thing as opposed to fade this pop.
1: Yeah, if you get an opportunity to pull back, you did have a major support at 217. On that quick dip off the services number, they took it back down to 215, but hmm, eight bucks away. If you're thinking of selling, if you want a target today, just a short-term target. If you're buying the open and day trading, two twenty-eight twenty-two was your is your monthly high. Uh, that was on October first. That's still four bucks away. So we'll see what happens up to that level. Just kind of hanging out. Is there someone? Is there some icebergs out here, Dennis? Because it's really tight. And, uh 224.43. I mean, it's, it's just,
2: thick. I mean, I can see 5,000 just sitting here in, in the pre market offered at 2440. So it is thick. Maybe as you get up to 225.
1: Someone's, someone's showing 5K? There's
2: 5K right there at 224.40. You want them? No. I don't want them either. No. no. Nobody else apparently wants me either because I haven't been lifted yet. But I mean, this is. uh. It's an interesting stock. Obviously, it's going to be one of your leaders here today, so keep an eye on your screen. I mean, if Apple starts to crater, this is going to crater too. So this is going to be one of the story stocks of the day. But let's go into yesterday's action a little bit deeper here before we go into our one earnings report, which is Costco.
1: Real quick, Um, real quick, for Costco, if they're showing five in the pre-market, then they got a hell of a lot more than five.
2: Oh, it could. Yeah, that's right. They could. Okay, go ahead. And, and that's just it. You know, when you show big size, it's, you know, it pushes the market price away from you often. That's why I always say, you got big size out there. You don't want to show your hand. So somebody's showing their hand here this point. Sometimes, you know, some 5,000 can get done on Apple. I mean, it's already traded 408,000, so it's not like it can't get done. But it is, you know, significant. You know, it's more than the 100, 200, 500 bids you usually see in the pre market. I got 5,000 offer. It's significant, something to note. But what about the turn here yesterday? So I, I appear to have got this right. Um, I was saying yesterday, if we do rebound, and I was speculating that we might, that Roku, Shopify, Workday, or Slack, uh, not Workday, Slack, as I say work, those would be the stocks that would lead us out of here. And that apparently did happen because Roku held on to that level. If you were trading off that trade, which we set up for yesterday, off the 98.69, it never you know, got even near there, got down to 101.55 and then started ripping. And obviously ripped with the overall market. Didn't get the 10 points that I thought it, you know, it could get in the next couple days, but did get six. And 108.84 closing very strong. And let's do Shopify with it because same story. It was showing some relative strength even in the sell-off. Never really got head hard. And when the market turned, these were the two stocks that were leading us higher.
1: Uh, it did it got uh, Roku did get through the close so you had an opportunity to buy that at uh, yesterday's you know Wednesday's close actually that was a, a double close area that 10250 area. you take a buck worth of heat uh, down to the low of the day. Strong throughout the day I would look not backing off here too much because uh, 884 close 920 high just basically flat here in the pre-market. Um, you get into a big red bar here. Uh, that big red bar uh, has a high – well, I'll give you a couple intermediate points. Uh, 110.38 and 111.79, if you could clear those two hurdles, really opens up to 127.41, and that's where you get into that big red bar. So I was watching it. It wasn't ripping like it, you know, like it did or the first time up, and we talked about this a lot because you had people – Buying on the way down, trying to get their money back. So it's not going to replicate the move, or may not replicate the no, move.
2: No, we're <laughs> not saying it's going to rip up fifty bucks. I <laughs> think there's, you know, it whooshed down so fast from that one twenty seven down to a hundred bucks. I think there's room to one twenty. here. So you know, if I was long, I think I'd stick with it for a little while longer. I mean, it was obviously, you know, a nice trade if you picked it up a one hundred one, one hundred two, like we were trying to say that we might be doing. And then, um, you know, you got room to one twenty. So if the market continues to show some life, I think this is now a stock that could be a leader here again. So the leaders became the laggards and the laggards became the leaders. That trade kind of reversed the last couple of days when we saw all the laggards start to fall off hard. That was really the catalyst for, you know, your cyclicals really got hit hard in the last couple of days with the big Dow sell-off. But these stocks held up. So I think those former leaders are going to be your leaders here again if we do charge higher. Now that's a big if. I mean, you have a lot of, you know, uh you know macro picture is still cloudy we don't know what's happening with the potential china deal a uh, good point made by our guest yesterday is trump's so busy with his impeachment stuff that he's not even worrying about china here right now so is he going to be you know throwing out tweets and say yeah we're close to a deal with china maybe not but does the market need that i don't know if it does or not you have a few people yesterday saying man i wish i would have bought some stock yesterday morning when we saw the dow rip up 500 points so i think on the pullbacks now i think you're going to find buyers the market isn't as nervous as it was yesterday morning.
1: It was. Well, we had the poor services number. And that, you know, it was funny because you were bullish. And then Chaikin came on and he was bearish, right? So I was writing up the show and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, mark Urell. short,
2: short, Short run one point for Dennis.
1: Yes. And I'm like, you know, wow, it ran up, okay. And then that services number came out. And I'm like, ah, oh, Jake is looking good here because he was dour. I mean, he was... He was down on the market. I mean, there's no doubt about it, and he's usually a pretty
2: peppy bull. A little longer time frame than me, so maybe his, you know, still to play out. I was short-term bullish, which ended up turning out. I'm very good at calling the market in the short term. You get out a day or two, though, I don't know if anybody can call it out more than a couple days. This market's so headline-driven. Unless you know what the next headline's going to be, it's pretty hard to call this market
1: i ah, boom so dennis i i'm your- carter
2: worth was on cnbc last night and he was bearish and he was talking about you know basically this overall trend being broken this long-term trend and he'd be a seller of the rally so you know and and carter people do listen to carter so um you know that's one thing to think about he thinks technicals it's broken i still think as long as we're holding that 283 to 285 area on the spy i think the bulls are still in charge
1: yeah, we did. We did. And I, I'm just looking at it a level to clear in order to give confirmation because uh, you're coming in the earnings season, a lot of different things. You know, people, stocks have their pre-earnings runs. So we'll see. There's a lot going out there. Apple's the main one in the green this morning. I looked at Shop- Shopify. Shopify was the bigger mover. Got to 26.60, closed at 25.57. That's trading red a little bit now. Yeah,
2: it's giving you another opportunity. Yeah. Get down there through 20 I'm a buyer of Shopify on the pullbacks. I I, really? I would be a buyer.
1: And if this gets another rip here and it can clear that uh, that yesterday's high, really looks open. Let's call it, it 331.50 because I see a 30.90 high, a 31.85, and a 31.89 high. Three consecutive highs in, within a buck, basically in a three hundred dollar stock. I mean, you almost got to call that a uh, you know a triple bottom, but or triple top, excuse me. But that's what I'm looking for on the upside for Shopify.
2: Let's go to the maybe the best wholesale, the, the best retail stock out there, Costco. Reported last night, stock it's ha- hit pretty hard in the initial number, but the buy the dippers came in. Spencer, how'd they do?
0: Yeah, well, what a wicked bounce that was. So it was a yeah. mix, it was a mixed uh, report for the fourth quarter. The EPS beat two dollars sixty nine cents versus two fifty four. The sales missed forty six point four five billion versus a forty seven point six billion estimate. So mixed on that Q four report. Comms were up a little over five percent. E commerce sales up nineteen point eighty percent. Those are both good numbers. They did also say on the conference call that they're going to open their next uh, China store in early 2021 remember a few it was a few months ago that that costco popped because they opened their first store and it was they had to close it because it was so busy uh so that got announced on the call they also said uh they have an e-commerce site planned for japan and australia later this year and q4 uh traffic or shopping frequency increased 3.7 percent worldwide 3.6 percent in the u.s so overall it was it was a not a bad report. It was There were was some, some ups and some downs, but it wasn't bad overall. The
2: sales was just a smidge of light. And the stock obviously trading uh, lower here. It got hit so hard at in that initial number. Um, I don't know if you have the low of the move, but I saw it going to the 270s. So, yeah. like the 279 handle, I believe. It's 78.95. 278. So, they knocked 11 bucks. Those news algos are crazy, crazy news algos. Anyways, down 11 bucks on the initial headline. 20 minutes later, it gets all the way back up to flat. So buy the dip works again. Um, These news algos, I don't know how they're still in business because it seems like maybe it's like the perception on my part, but it seems like they're wrong more, a lot more than they're right. Um, Anyways, they hit it all the way down there, buy the dip rules, comes all the way back up, goes green. Then the conference call started. And like they said, a few things on the conference call, which maybe knocked it back down. So it's only trading down four bucks here now, but you got to watch this, you know, getting spooked on these initial moves because these initial moves are often, you know, faded or they're potentially in the wrong direction sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, they read the headline and they hit Costco. I mean, here's a stock that's loved by the street. Do you really want to be going selling Costco down 11 bucks when they didn't really say anything that terrible? And um, at least on the initial number, uh, I wouldn't. So anyways, Costco throw... back down four. I don't Did... know where you go from here.
1: Did you throw a bid out there at 280?
2: Well, it should be, you know, but the one thing scary, I mean, if you have your, so here's, here's the scary thing about, you know, just playing pure contrarian, you almost got to wait until you see the number, because if the number, like, let's say they flat out miss and lower, well, then it could be down 20. So, I mean, if you're just sitting out there at 280 bid and all of a sudden the headline breaks, you get picked off at 280, the thing's at 270 in your face. So you almost got to like see the number and say, okay, that's not that bad. Now I'm willing to come in and buy this you 10-point know, fall that it just had. And you'll, you know, it, it, you're not going to probably get the low of the move, but you could probably have easily got it at 281, 282 if you had some guts. So I, I don't recommend, and obviously we don't give recommendations at all, but I, I never personally like putting a bid out there ahead of fundamental information coming out. It's the same thing while the jobs number in 10 minutes. The market will start to get wider because if you're sitting out there and you're bidding you know, 289 on the SPY, And the jobs number comes out and it's not favorable and the market falls, you know, all of a sudden you're going to be picked off at 289 and maybe the thing's at 288 in your face. So market makers and obviously people who are trading the market back off bids and offers when you're coming into fundamental data like that. So that's the consideration. Obviously, there's a lot of other, you know, balls in the air when you have an earnings report, but I like to wait until I actually see the number and say, okay, I think they're overshooting. It's not that bad. Now I'll try to get it. Maybe I don't get the low of the move. But it's, it does, it's not like these bite, spike back, you know, in like five seconds. Sometimes they're down there for a minute or two. As a human being, you can respond in 10 seconds easily to a news headline. I read it and I go, I do it all the time. You know, usually when I read a headline as a human being, you know, I've got to process what the headline is. It's six to seven seconds usually for me, you know, to read it quickly, bring it up on my screen and hit the buy button. So a, an algo can do it in zero seconds, but we see the algos do it wrong a lot of times. A lot of times better to wait, wait for the dust to settle, the algo dust to settle. And then make a call.
1: Uh, Way off that pre-market low, the only reason I mentioned 280 was uh, you had a big green bar on August 27th. Uh, You had a low of 280.34, and you closed that day at 92.38. I was just looking at it for the perspective. If you were short and you got caught in any of that run-up since since late August, boy, you come back to a nice round number like 280 with the uh, 280. 34 low, you might have held your breath a little bit when it went to 78.95. But on the other hand, if you tried to buy that thing after it bottomed and then started to rally, it'd be a lot different. So, you know, using the levels to cover a short in this one, not necessarily, you know, trading along or cover part of a short. I mean, because like Dennis said, you don't know they could come out with that guidance or whatever. But um, no, I like that. And I like that number in the regular session too. We're five bucks above that, trading down 340. Uh, if you're looking for resistance in this one, uh, let's see. Uh, you're already above yesterday's low, too. So, I don't know. I, hard, hard to find resistance. You're high off the rebound. Wow, they took it back up to 290 after that. So, I would just keep an eye on uh, the closing price, 289, if you're trying it from the long side as resistance. 280 to 289, early predicted range in Costco.
2: Eight minutes before the jobs number here. Let's jump over to this Hewlett Packard guidance. I have Hewlett Packard in the long-term portfolio. It is not happy here this morning with this news. They did do a buyback, but the guidance here and the restructuring stuff that they're talking about not being well-received by the overall market.
0: Yep. This was late yesterday. So uh, they gave some preliminary uh, full year 20 guidance, the adjusted EPS that they said, uh, they were a range of two dollars and twenty-two cents to two dollars and thirty-two cents. Free cash flow of at least three billion dollars. Also reducing their global headcount by between seven and nine
2: thousand employees.
1: This well, one, <laughs> th- go ahead, Dennis. I'll let you go first.
2: I, I'm holding on. I mean, I'm disappointed. Obviously, this is a stock that I actually bought on that earnings dip, and I got it right down here at seventeen forty, and the stock went all the way to nineteen. It seems like. I get in these stocks that, that I end up buying, obviously not the Repto one, but a lot of them I seem to time pretty well initially on the invest portfolio, but are you start starting to stick them in your long-term portfolio, and I like this because of the 3D printing aspect of it. That's the reason I put it in my long-term portfolio. I still think it's going to be the best 3D printing play in the long run, and they have the most money to do it. They also give you a nice 3.68% dividend while you wait, but... This long-term investing, it's been tough the last couple of years. I keep looking at the long-term portfolio. And just like I said, you know, when we were ripping up all, all the cyclicals and stuff, my long-term portfolio got close to making new all-time highs. Well, here we are. We're going to go to a you know, week later, week and a half later. And it's coming off again. Because you know? obviously, I have so many stocks. I'm just moving with the overall market. But you know, like we said, SPY, we said this on the show yesterday, uh, two years ago. It was trading at 287 or 289. I mean, two years, the SPs have gone nowhere.
1: phew uh, you got it it doesn't look like it's quite done going down yet uh just looking at this chart you see it down 42 uh 98 cents to 1742 uh you took a couple stabs at the $17 area i see someone's definitely trying to accumulate here 1724 to 1730 that's been the lows the last few brackets and you have a low at 1710 so I'll give it down. i give it down to seventeen here. I think you find buyers down to seventeen, and if they flush it through seventeen, and like go sixteen ninety seven on you, and then all of a sudden it's back at seventeen oh five. You know, then you can, you know, maybe buy the seventeen oh five, and then you know give yourself a stop at that low. But pretty thick stock. I might. I don't know. I think hard getting through seventeen today.
2: All right. Where do you want to I go, Mr. Israel? We got five minutes for the jobs. We do have a few ratings if you want to quickly throw a few of those and Obviously, I'm going to get off in three minutes to go trade that jobs number. But give us some details here on what happened in Analyst Land overnight. I do see quite a bit of action. Uh, yeah, there was some Weibo uh, caught an upgrade from Credit Suisse. Was that downgraded yesterday? Was it, wasn't uh, Weibo? I saw it. Look uh, at WB. I feel like it got downgraded like a day that, or two ago. Yeah. No. I, I, yeah, I think so. Look it up. I, well, uh-huh. in, any, in any case, if you're wondering why
0: Weibo is up and Cena is not, that that's your explanation. Uh, Weibo upgraded Credit Tweets to outperform this morning. What else do we have? Uh, Snapchat or Snap upgraded Morgan Stanley to equal weight. So they're a little late to the party on that now. But, uh, well,
2: Snap, too, had a obviously rough day there. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if they're late to the party. They're upgrading it, right? So yeah, they're uh, trying to call the bottom.
0: That's true. Okay.
2: Yeah, they're kind of called the bottom. We don't usually see analysts. Usually it's going to be a downgrade after a a bad run like that. So you got analysts coming out and saying, buy the dip.
0: I guess I hadn't looked at Snap in a couple weeks, but yeah. Um, What else did we see from analysts? We got the Snap, the Weibo upgrades, Boston Beer upgrade at UBS.
1: Hey, real quick before we can go back to those. And Dennis, I know you want to step away in a second. But uh, people always looking for strategy. DJ Euphoria – yeah, you could talk about this for a long time. How do you trade the jobs number? You know, like what's an example, like if it's a bad number? I mean, it's-
2: Watching the futures, the futures start like getting head hard. I, I hit a few bids on the stocks. The okay. stocks will give you a few seconds. So not very much with this high frequency trading world. You're going to have under five seconds. But okay. if they initially smack the futures down 10 points, I hit some bids. Pretty much how it works. Yeah, <laughs> did- all are quick though too I mean you, you, in the back in the day you used to have like a minute it was so slow I mean you could sit here and like now you almost got to have algorithms yourself to really participate which I do um, it's it's not as easy as it once was because the algos are so fast.
1: And if it's like a super strong number and the market takes off, then you you know you might you might go after some try and lift some financials right because of that if you get yeah yeah growth, you good. can
2: watch and and obviously Bank America is always one of your leaders so you keep an eye on that one there too but. That's exactly it. You're just looking for the futures, and you're looking, you know, what the number is. Hot number, and you know, obviously, you know, sometimes the financials, the banks, can go in the opposite dir- direction of the overall market as well on these things. So you just got to be aware. of Lots of you know different factors, but for the most part, I'm just watching the S and P's.
1: Okay. All right. And boom, uh, boom, 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 boom. Here, let me put this in.
2: and- Back to uh, a couple other ratings here. Um, that I'm just looking on on the list there. So obviously somebody downgrades field pack or late to the party, but there was on it. Which other one is just Weibo? We want to go to WB. Yeah, okay. Weibo upgraded at Credit Suisse to outperform. Big move for it yesterday. That was a nice tape. We know some of the stocks that have been beaten up, obviously got life. And, you know, the stocks that higher beta names were the ones that were getting life again too. And that's what we saw yesterday. So Weibo gets a nice lift. Forty-six twenty. It's trading up again here at dollar this morning. Fifty bucks is huge resistance. Yeah. So now you look, you got about three dollars upside. You just keen three dollars. You're kind of in the middle of nowhere for me on this one, Joel.
1: Yeah, it is. That's a tough one. I did look at the fifty. Yeah. Nice rally up, trading near the highs of the pre-market session. I keep an eye though. Uh, this forty-eight level looks a little pesky. I'll give that ahead of the fifty-dollar level. Para highs. Forty-seven seventy-five and forty-seven ninety-six. So forty-eight. There's a target hasn't hit yet in the pre-market trading. Dennis, you got one minute. Spencer, give us. Yeah, minute. I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna leave you for a minute, and I'm going to go trade this number. All right. Non-farm payrolls for
0: September expected to rise a hundred forty-five thousand uh, from last month's reading. Unemployment rate expected to hold steady at three point seven percent. Average hourly earnings is expected to rise. 3.2% uh, uh, on a year-over-year uh, basis. So uh, we're looking at 3.2% for a, a, a average, hourly, average hourly earnings, 3.7% on the unemployment, 145000 on the non-farm payroll figure, number due out in under a minute.
1: Yep, and uh, we do have uh, um, Mr. Powell speaking at 2 o'clock today. So, uh, a a I mean,
0: few Fed, fed yeah, speaks so today. B- yeah,
1: so keep an eye on that price action. Hanging out near the lows of the session, pre-market low comes in at twenty-eight ninety-eight. The close will be an important number here, twenty-nine eleven seventy-five, and then your pre-market high. I'll just keep an eye on the S and P's, and you will give us uh, what the number is. Uh, Hanging out here, Uh, we're getting a pop. Good number.
0: Yeah, one hundred thirty-six thousand. Wow, one hundred thirty-six thousand jobs versus the one hundred forty-five thousand expected. Uh, so a beat uh, a, a beat on that number. Uh, last month's reading was 130,000. This month's reading 136, but still below the estimate of 145,000 jobs. Average hourly earnings up 2.9%. It's a little weak uh, versus the 3.2% estimate. What am I seeing as far as unemployment? Um, bah, bah, bah. So many numbers coming in at the same time. Unemployment, it looks like it was okay.
1: All right. Unemployment,
0: well, 3.5% versus 3.7%. So okay. a little bit uh, lower on the unemployment, a little bit a little bit weak on the uh, the uh, average hourly earnings, but the non-farm number was good.
1: Yep. Um, I was hoping for a dip on that and uh, just below the pre-market low, but I uh, could can cancel that order. I'm not going to get to buy it there. Um, and we've cleared the close. Let's see what happens. Pre-market just made a new pre-market high, nineteen and a, nineteen and a quarter was eighteen was your high. You just went up to nineteen seventy-five here, so bulls are just ripping it uh, control back here from the bears. Uh, that quarterly number certainly should come into play at uh, twenty-nine twenty-five and a quarter. Uh, that's my next resistance point and. You're really getting into a thinly traded area up here. Um, I like to differentiate between the intraday highs and also the Globex high. And what I mean by that is the high that takes place between 930 and 415, or I actually extended it up to four o'clock or excuse me, to five o'clock Eastern standard time. So the Wednesday's intraday high, if you're looking for a target here on the upside, besides the current high, Wednesday's inner high was 29.23.75. So there you go on the upside. TLT got hit, as, uh, as you'd expect. Uh, bonds, how the bonds, the bonds are still green, uh, but they're coming off here. Overall, good number. I don't see much. Bank America's not, I don't see stocks moving a whole hell of a lot here off this. They're just not flashing out. Apple. Uh, well, BAC spiked. What did? Bank America. It did? Let me see. I I'm just looking at it right now. Did it Did it spike? <laughs> Not much. Um, did I got the wrong chart. All right.
2: I mean, it's it, it's, spiked, it's, it's spiked a dime. Yeah. They oh, don't yeah. just they it, you know. And obviously, it's one thing you're chasing around the stocks. It's tricky because there's big movement right there. I mean, you did see a lot of stocks spike up here, though. We went green on a pile of things. Yeah. So. We were way red. You got to consider where we were, Joel. We were way down. So you know, now we're trading in the green. I challenge the the bank rally here a little bit. Um, just careful with that because the TLT didn't really sell off here much. So you know, obviously, you know, we see the banks, and it's kind of this market's almost flat. I mean, now we're looking at it, yeah. And we were way down. You know, so it's different from where we were. But I mean, we're almost at you know point of being flat here right now.
1: Yeah, we're back. Uh, the S&P's closed at eleven seventy five, so that's going to be your point of control now. Staying above the close, uh, and I think your mid-range probably expanded a little bit. Uh, Dennis, you, uh, with, I mean – Really
2: tough. Really? Yeah, really tough. Um, I am, you know, I'm trying to make a few trades here as I go here, sure. and I did make a couple <laughs> trades, but it's tough because you don't want to get the head fake going. So we had the initial spike, and then we, if you look, we dropped five points. Then we were down in the red and I was like, okay, are they going to give back? And then they ripped it, ripped it, ripped it. And then it's almost like, okay, well, it's too late then. So we went up 10, pulled in five, and then we ripped another 10. That's really what happened. Yeah. So now you're, you're sitting up here and we're up five points and, you know, are we continuing higher? That's the question. Oh. So oh. it's still in the digestion period here. So you're just trying to look at, you know, maybe some stocks that you wanted to have. Maybe this is an opportunity. So lots of, lots, lots of to- chop here right now. We're, we're in chop
1: you want to hear something amazing
2: yeah always
1: i um you know i when I trade the futures i trade uh, i i like to trade the micros too you know they have the right re- the regular e mini and I also trade the micros in another account and I put a bid in there at uh twenty nine ninety three and I got hit on it and the low of the day in the s p is ninety six seventy five you following me?
2: No, because I don't have I don't pay for S and P futures quotes. So okay. what would that equivalent be on Spy?
1: Um, let me look at the Spy here. I don't know. This is like the luckiest trade I think I've ever had.
2: You you um, bought lower than the low of the day?
1: Yes. By by th- almost four handles. On the E mini? Well, there's the regular E mini, and then there's the micro E mini.
2: The okay. micro went the micro went down more. So you're trading the micro.
1: I had I had I had stuff out on. So online. the
2: micro shot down more than the than the regular E-mini. You yeah. do see that happen on the spikes. Crazy algos, Joel. Look, you're a beneficiary of the crazy algos.
1: I was probably only. Look at you
2: buying the dip. You must listen to pre market prep. And <laughs> wait, but listen
1: to this, Dennis. You got to do some arbitrage here. Look at this.
2: <laughs>
1: no, listen to this. Go. The, the micro went down to twenty eight ninety and a quarter. In the in the regular uh futures went down to ninety six seventy five.
2: Crazy algos Joel.
1: Yeah. And I was just pulling up I was just pulling up to cancel that order. I'm like, oh I'm not gonna get that.
2: Did you get out of it yet or are you still riding? Oh, it?
1: I don't even know what I'm gonna do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you bought lower than the lower of the day. That's always a good feeling.
1: I think it's time to get out, huh? You,
2: know, you buy lower than the lower of the day. That's a nice move.
1: That's never happened before.
2: I, have been saying though, I think that, I think there's a lot of room. You're in a gap area here. Look at the spy chart though. Do your technicals here. You're in a little bit of a gap. You're trying to enter a gap here. Anyway, it's like, if we look, if we, and I'm looking at the spy chart. So the low of the day on the first was 293. And then obviously the high of the day is 291 and a half. You get above 291 and a half and then it opens up for a buck and a half. So well, maybe you got resistance up there near yesterday's two days ago high and then go from there.
1: I think I'll use 23.75, that was Wednesday's intraday high. Also like setups that I like to look up on this are, do you take out the pre-market high? Right now the pre-market high stands at 29.20, so very important in the session to get through that and a lot of your continuation moves are when you take out the pre-market lows and highs. Sometimes they stop you know, right in the same area, uh, but right now I'll just I'll move my stop up here, and, uh, and see if it, we take out the pre-market high. If I get taken out on the downside, I get I get taken out on I mean, down. moving
2: those stops up on those winning trades is always a good idea too. It keeps you in the trades longer. Um, and this is something maybe I fail to do. I'm the scalper blood, I just get out. But sometimes it's best to move up those stops. Let's ask our guest about this. I'm gonna bring yeah. him up uh, now, Greg, uh, Greg
0: Harmon. He is the founder of Dragonfly Capital Management, he joins the show periodically to give us his take on the markets. has more than 25 years of trading experience, Greg, good morning. Oh, Let's try this again. Greg, let's put you off mute and see if you can hear us. I see
2: him there, give me one. He's still second. on mute. He's? Joel's on mute too, did you mute everyone? You had me on mute too, I had to take myself off mute. Oh, Greg, look in the corner and he put on mute. Greg, good morning. Good morning. There he is. There he is, how are we going, how are we doing?
3: I'm doing okay.
2: All right. Uh,
0: High level here. Reaction to this jobs number, real fast.
3: Uh, great move in the uh, the spy, and especially the Qs as well. Uh, gold took a hit early on, but found support. Looks like right around fifteen hundred is bouncing again. That looks good to me too. I think gold's still looking pretty strong. Uh, surprising though to me that uh, that uh, TLT is still up, um, especially with the strength of that uh, of that. Uh,
2: does that make you concerned on the banks? The banks had a pretty nice rally here off the lows of the day, too. Now, with TLT still trading higher, uh, that makes me, my little spiny sense say, I don't know if I want the banks here on this spike.
3: Yeah, you know, I haven't been following many of the banks lately because they've just been like, trading water. Uh, although I had Citibank as, uh, as one on my watch list this week, and Citibank is still down and flat on the day. So, um, it's the banks aren't that, really that exciting to me right now.
2: The banks care more about the TLT than they care about the overall S&Ps here. What is exciting to you, Greg? Let's go into what's exciting here. Look at the move in Apple. Oh, yeah. That excites Apple me as is, well.
3: Uh, on the edge of breaking out of that uh, little consolidation that's been in since the uh, beginning middle of September. Uh, and the move out of that takes us, uh, should take us out to new highs. That would be a good move.
2: What so, else is on your radar? What else got we got yeah. Apple. I know you got a few other ones sitting there. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, this is actually one of the first weeks I came into the into the week uh, with about half of my uh, uh, watch list on the short side and uh, just been shaking around. What's what's been the, the biggest thing for me is been the the problem with the uh, the IWM and that's just sitting in a, uh, in a zone and has been in that zone since February, doing nothing. I think it needs to get out of that to be able
2: to do anything about it. Why? Why right. do you think that that the small caps have lagged? I mean, if you look here, IWM really for a while here has lagged significantly. It showed some life there a couple of weeks ago, and then it gives all the gains back, you know, just as quickly as it got them. Why do you think this market just is ignoring the smaller stocks?
3: Yeah, that's a good question, isn't it? Um, I mean. You could create all sorts of narratives about it, but uh, uh, if you follow on the narrative that uh, the the world believes that uh, we are heading towards a recession, uh, it should hit the small caps first, right? Uh, if we have jobs problems, finding new workers to uh, to come in to uh, fill these small companies' roles, that's where it's going to feel it first, as opposed to places like you know, J.P. Morgan with a hundred thousand employees. Uh, so that. The narrative is out there for that. What's not out there for that is that uh, you know, earnings are still doing okay. Uh, revisions on earnings are, are falling off a bit, but they're still doing okay. Um, GDP is still strong, and you've got you know continued job growth with minimal increases in inflation. Uh, it, it really tells me we shouldn't even be believing or talking about this narrative of a of a recession coming up anytime soon. But People's behavior uh, really just gets uh, sucked up into um, uh, the fear that, uh, that has been created in this marketplace over the last six to nine months and It seems to be impacting the IWM more than others. So maybe it's not such a bad thing. and Maybe it's a good thing that the, the IWM hasn't broken that range to the downside.
1: We're on the line with Greg Harmon. He's the founder of Dragonfly Capital Management. Uh, I don't know if I've ever asked you, what, where'd you come up with the dr- Dragonfly name, Dragonfly <laughs> Capital Management? Uh,
3: well, I like dragonflies, okay. all the colors and all that stuff. Uh, but it's got, a, um, it's got a technical trading uh, angle to it as well. Uh, if you know Japanese candlestick trading, uh, it comes from the uh, Dragonfly Doji, uh, which is... Um, Uh, An unchanged candle signaling indecision, but the dragonfly doji is when it's uh, unchanged at the high of the day. So it's opened at the high, dropped, come back and closed at the high of the day after a downfall, which is really the only Japanese candlestick formation that uh, doesn't need confirmation as a buy signal.
1: Interesting. all right. So you said you came into the week, not short overall, where like half of your positions, which I know is pretty unusual for you. I know you're, you're a pretty, uh, you know, long, you know, bias to the long side. The trend has been up. What, what did you see in the markets last week that, uh, or what did your indicators tell you that uh, you were looking for a move on the short side?
3: Well, first to clarify, I didn't come in next short, but uh, looking at uh, new positions as possibility was uh, looking more towards the short side. Yep. Uh, and it really just based on uh, that short-term move off of uh, the second touch at the high on the, on the SPY coming down, and it was uh, starting to cross the, the 50-day moving average at that point. Uh, momentum indicators were moving into bearish territory. Uh, longer term. It still looked like uh, the SPY was in a kind of a neutral zone, uh, a consolidation zone at the top. So it was uh, more of a, um, a trading call than a uh, long-term uh, performance call uh, to look on the short side. So I was looking at things like um, uh, the software services stack like Coupa, uh, um, MongoDB, Zendesk, Zscaler, those types of ones that have been high flyers. Uh, with uh, the queues being hit a little more than the spy uh, in the last move or so. So those are the ones I was focusing on on the downside, but also uh, places like the burger joints. Shake Shack was a, was a good setup. And some of these triggered right away, false breakdowns, and then bounced back. And that was, it's been a chop fest for me this week.
1: All right. And then looking at it, you know, I like to do at the end of the quarter, I do, you know, I, I look at the quarterly numbers and come up with, you know, a possible analysis for the quarter. Um, right now, you know, twenty nine, twenty five. Uh, we are below that level for me. Things turned positive, get some sustained closes over that area, 10 points away. What are you using? you know, we had the breakdown last week, uh, I, you know, early this week really never even sniffed the weekly levels, uh, you know, way closer to 29.75. What, what are you going to use for today and then maybe over the next couple of days to say, hey, this was just another great buying dip opportunity and we're going to go right back up to 3,000?
3: Yeah, and in terms of the short-term view, I look at uh, the SPY and the gap that got created a couple of days ago. And if we can close that gap and hold over the close of that gap uh, at the end of today, that would be a, a real positive for the short term. Uh, but it's really going to take a move over uh, the prior highs at um, at 302, okay, 250 to, uh, to say it's it's time to go all in for me.
1: Can you t- take a look at a couple stocks for us here? Uh, Rob Hood wants your thoughts on MANH. That,
3: M-A-N-H.
1: Yeah, Manhattan so Rob Rob Hood always comes up with the same charts. There's like a. There's like a consolidation. There's really good support, and they're about to break out. So for this one, for me, I'll just look at it. I'm so used to looking at your charts, Rob Hood. Uh, you need to clear 83. Uh, I see three highs at 82.76 and 82.66. Where are we trading at now? We're trading at 82.63. So, boom, that is an area. And if you could get over that roof at um, – Opens up until eighty five twenty. What's your take on M A N H?
3: Yeah, I see that um, that consolidation as being a, a, a descending triangle, and the, to break the triangle is about eighty three fifty or so. Uh, getting over that, yeah, you know, we got from seventy to eighty three, maybe up to ninety five on a break out of that. Uh, I like that um, the uh, the Bollinger bands on this one. You don't show them on your uh, on your chart there, but uh, the Bollinger bands are getting tight on this. That's usually a a precursor to a move. Uh, I'm seeing uh, momentum start to diverge to the upside. The MACD is uh, is turning positive and crossing up. So it, it looks promising, but as you said, and I agree with you, it needs to get over like 83.50 before uh, it's a buy.
1: How about Tesla? Take. We'll give you a couple more stocks here and we'll let you go. Tesla, uh, falls short on the delivery numbers. They hit it, but I mean, range bound stock, I mean, it's, whew in the middle of nowhere. You got anything to say about Tesla here?
3: Yeah, it had this uh, long downtrend in the channel from uh, December last year when everything else was going up. Uh, That finally bottomed in June, broke that trend, and now it's just been in the sideways channel for since uh, the beginning of uh, August uh, with the the gap above. You know, it has to get above 260 to close that gap before it even starts to look uh, attractive.
1: All right, and then also, what else did I see here in the current um, issue to take a look at? Uh, I wrote it down. Where the heck? Where the heck is it? Um, I guess I don't have. Oh, how about um, McDonald's MCD?
3: Yeah, what what a tease this one's been. We made a lot of money on this one on the ride up, and then it's just been uh, uh, reversing now. Uh, so it's you know technically it's in a downtrend now. Uh, which is uh, fits with uh, the story that I was talking earlier about Shake Shack as well coming into the week, uh, but uh, right now, you know, with the bounce uh, yesterday, it needs to, to either drop below two hundred five or get back above uh, two fifteen and fifty uh, to to be something to, to even work on. Uh, unless you're uh, you know short-term trading, day trading, uh, stick with it now and and maybe you lighten up again at t- at two fifteen fifty.
1: Uh, let's just talk to Shaq real quick. Um, I did battle. I'm still in a little bit of a battle with it. um kind of got the best of me when it ran up, I believe a week and a half ago, and I'm like made the worst possible moves but then i I righted the ship here. Why don't they just take this thing out to the woodshed? I mean, you know they they that was a forward p of hundred and twenty I mean. I guess it's Dennis. I talked to Dennis about it. He goes, It's not a tech stock, right? They were ripping the tech stocks. I mean, man, I mean, I just like 80 bucks. I just have 80 bucks in my head in Shake Shack, and it, it just won't go there. What are you looking for? In yeah, I mean, it, uh,
3: it just zoomed out of that uh, consolidation range uh, around 75 uh, yeah. up to 105. And uh, as I said, it, it triggered a short uh, on uh, Tuesday this week by breaking down below 96, but uh, it's held on strong there at the 50 day. So I'm with you. I think that this thing should be uh, dropping back more. Yeah,
1: all right, we've been on the line with Greg Harmon of Dragonfly Capital Management, uh, sharing his methods of technical analysis with us. Great talking to you, we'll have you on again soon. Okay, nice talking to you guys.
0: All right, it's 8:50 now. On the nose, Joel, where are we at here, and uh, the S&P? Uh, Top bust.
1: Yeah, yeah, flat. Uh, Did you get out, in that long? Yeah, yeah I, They got. I got stopped flat on the session. I would. Right. So worked, it worked out okay. Uh, yeah, but it's still. I mean considering I was pulling the order up to cancel it. You bought
2: uh, lower than the low of the day. That's a yeah, good feeling. Yeah,
1: seven points. I, that's really unbelievable. But uh,
2: They got excited on that micro mini. Maybe yeah, I should be doing the arbitrage on that.
1: I don't know. I mean, that, uh, computers must have picked that up. But, all right, Spencer. It is 8.50, and it is time for? I thought Spencer. Okay, go ahead. No, oh. Spencer did it last week. Oh, I'm
0: bad. I, I didn't start from the beginning. You're starting start from the beginning. beginning. Here we go. Hot potato, hot
2: potato. Like even my right shoulder's working a little bit. Oh yeah, good potato. for you, Dennis. <laughs> potato,
1: potato.
2: <laughs> All right, so Joel and I are gonna switch
0: seats. I'm gonna put Joel in the driver's seat here, and uh, we're gonna see. I don't even know what the uh, what the category is, Dennis. So I know, um, I know nothing. So. We're about to find out. So that. it's still
2: – it's me versus Spencer again. Yeah. Yep. It's
0: me versus you, and um,
2: we're going to see how this goes. Joel, uh, give us some – joel ran, Joel's gone, so we have no game here. now because no, no, Joel just think- left. You get a nice view of the Benzinga office, joel, though. Joel's here. So, Joel – see a lot of monitors, a lot
0: of – Joel, give us something. We left. Yep, we lost Joel. Are you on mute here? Oh, uh, right. That.
2: Okay. All right. He's coming the, back.
1: This He's- is a little bit more complicated. No,
2: yours know. are already too complicated. You needed okay. to get easier. Okay, close
1: your your browsers and in, in the chats first of all. I don't want you cheating. And the the category is Michigan companies.
2: Oh, you you okay. get this already? No, you he was inspired by me clearly, but okay. Oh yeah, because you know the New Jersey one. Okay. Yeah.
1: And what to get one point? You have to name. Two of the three categories that are, you know, I'm going to give you a stock and you're, and you're going to get the symbol. You either got to get the symbol, where the company is located, or what they do. Okay. If you get, if you get two out of those three, then you get a point. Okay.
0: Let's go. Okay. 852.
1: Okay. All right. Dennis, we're starting with you. Okay. Auto live.
2: Okay, so what's the? Say it again.
0: You have to get. You have to tell me. Tell us either the you have the symbol, the location, and what they do. Two. Of All the, of the above. No, two, the,
2: two of the those three things. to get a point. Well, the symbols ALV. Okay. And they are in the automotive industry. Okay.
1: All right. There you go.
2: And I don't no idea where they're headquartered though.
1: Uh, they're they're Auburn Auburn Hills. Where do you put the auto replay?
2: I don't play just, here. Just turn, keep it off. Just leave it off. <laughs> so I get the ding, ding. One point for me. Look, I've never been ahead. I don't think I've lost every time. So oh, this is exciting. Like, don't toot at me. What is it? What's going on oh, here, oh, no. Joel? What are you Joel, doing? What are you doing, Joel? You Joel, you can't, you can't. You can't leave Joel in the driver's seat for anything. Joel, are you driving a Tesla right now? He's driving. Okay.
0: He's driving. Do you know those Teslas
2: do that? You can have like Joel, little fart does... chairs in your Teslas. <laughs> Did you know that? Let's go. <laughs> it's Friday. Let's just go.
1: Okay, one for Dennis. Spencer.
2: Yep.
0: Masco. Masco. Oh my gosh, I don't even know that. Oh wow, Masco. Is it M S C O? No.
2: Nope. Trouble on these ticker symbols. Well, no. I, I mean, I think I'm not bad. I'm going to steal but, this one. But that's mm. that's tough. I, I don't know, Dennis. Go ahead and steal. Well, I know the symbol M A S wow the question is what industry is it in oh and i don't have no idea where it's headquartered so i'm not get the oh, oh, oh come on
3: That's joel
2: like... what are you doing this is just went downhill oh. we went all we went full howard stern so, we've we, we gone full howard stern you're, you're we exact, went full right? howard stern now we have you know why, why is it you, you have to just replay the thing okay, that's what you have to do okay, <laughs> he's okay. hitting the wrong button so uh no Joel's po- farting no. at us again oh my goodness okay. I'm so that's- embarrassed yeah
1: Vistion.
2: Vistion? well
0: that's easy I I, I knew autolive. live how, how you when know I, Vistion?
2: I knew you a- problem a- is a- you're giving ticker symbols to a, a, a guy who's traded stocks for 20 years and the news guy so right. Spencer you should get this though Vistion. oh my gosh uh VST. No? No.
0: No. Okay. That's a stock though. That's Vistra Energy. <laughs> I know it's a stock. But that's why I thought I thought it was Vistion. You know what industry mm. it's in. Vistion. Uh, is that a, it doesn't matter because I don't know where it's located, so I can't I can't get it right.
2: Okay. <laughs> so it's VC, yeah. it's in the automotive industry. Uh, and I, I'll just throw out it's located in Lansing. Just throw
1: it up. It's Van Buren Township. Oh so. Was I
2: close at Lansing? Uh, So I got the point because I got two out of three.
1: Yeah, you did. Okay. All right, let's go. Where's
2: Van Buren Township?
1: Okay. All right, right. No one knows. No one knows. No one one cares. Are you ready for that? Sorry,
2: Van Buren people.
1: If If you get this one, if you get the symbol on this one, I'll be very impressed. Diplomat Pharmacy.
2: Holy. Diplomat Pharmacy. No, nope. you went off the board on this one, Joel.
1: It's uh, D- DPLO. It's located in Flint. I have
2: never traded this stock. You give me a new <laughs> stock, like I'll OTC add it to my list. It's like OTZ, probably. I No, it's not. It actually trades. I actually had a good candle there yesterday. Okay. $4 stock. I've never traded that one, so neither was going to go to Spencer. He had to give me a tough one because he gave me some easy ones. Spencer right,
1: Borg Warner.
2: Oh, man.
0: So that's BW. No? no, no, no. Wait, wait, g- g- give, no,
2: me, give me your... Me hold on, hold on. Is it... God damn, I know this one too. Hey, no cussing on the show. <sighs>
1: Come on, Spencer. BW. Come on,
2: Spencer. Come on, BW. The industries are easy. He doesn't leave the industry. I guess if when you're in Michigan, they're all automotive companies.
0: Yeah, won't. I-, I know it's automotive, but I don't... Mm. B-W- BWR...
2: No, uh, for the- man. Oh. It's BWA. It's in the automotive oh. industry, and we'll go with uh, Grand Rapids. Uh,
1: no, but you still get it because it's. Um-
2: yeah, I got the two out of three. Where's the I, three I, three I, three I three thought three. I was like I'd be pretty good at this. Where
0: is it located? But I'm, 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 I'm not knowing these.
2: Okay. Oh, I should just go with that. You I, know what? I should just go around just the suburbs uh, of Detroit with all these Dennis? locations.
1: Spartan Nash.
2: Oh. Holy, you're giving tough symbols. Spartan Nash. Yeah. I've never traded this company either. you me new stocks here today, though, so this is good.
1: Yeah. Spartan Nash.
2: I think I know this one for whatever that's I right. I guessed SPTN, and I was right.
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. You need to know either. I which...
2: don't know why I knew that, but I just typed SPTN. I'm like, it's got to be SPTN, and it is. Okay. Now, the question is. I, I know what they do. Man. Uh... Oh, I'm going to say automotive industry.
1: Nope. Nope. Spencer. Oh, I'll give you if you give
0: maybe you get, it's apparel for
1: steel for the steel all
0: right no 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 Dennis it's not apparel they're a they're a food supplier
1: yes, they are yeah
0: wow, they are. food eh? and, and I, and I need the ticker too if you food. Own meeting I guests.
1: gave you that I gave that it said, right. uh, it's in uh Lansing okay, so now we're going to uh Spencer here this is an easy one steel case
0: steel case i Oh man, I just like paper traded this like last week.
2: <laughs> so you're paper trading? We just got done <laughs> giving you the argument. You don't have to paper trade anymore. No, you I... got your Webulls, your Robinhoods, and every yeah. other broker now is free. You don't have to paper trade anymore. Go oh, and <laughs> trade 10 shares of something uh, and get a feel trade, for it. I just paper Paper trading is dead now that you have free commissions. Oh man. And you know what? That's a good story for you. Tell your Benzinger writers paper trading is dead now that we have free commissions.
0: Oh, have
2: one share of something. Be. I think you I, trade it for real and get a I, feel for it.
0: Steelcase. I paper traded it last week too. Uh, for some reason, all I can – Think all, about the name. All I can think of is uh, – Think
1: about the name. A lot of stocks. Like he got Spartan just – Deal.
0: Yeah. For some reason, all I can think of is uh, Stoneco, which I know it's it's, it's S-T-N-E, but Steelcase is – No, no. Do you know it, what they do? Uh, Yeah. They're a luggage company, right?
2: No?
1: Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. I'm sorry. Xenoferd out. All right, Dennis, what do you got?
2: It's SCS. Yes. Oh, man. Damn. And what they do is a question mark to me. I, I thought they were like luggage. No, they're not luggage. Are they in the steel industry? <laughs> oh, no. I know they're not uh, because I've never traded it with them. No points. Uh, but what, is, what industry is steelcase?
1: Furniture company. Oh,
2: luggage. Furniture is- company. Well, that was close at luggage. If you almost get a luggage, half point for didn't that.
1: Even get Damn. All right. I think
2: he gets a half point for okay. that. Doesn't okay. he? Give him a half point. All right, whatever, Dennis. <laughs> I'm rocking you this week, Spencer. You are,
1: um, Dennis. This is a tough one. Not not super tough. Wolverine Worldwide.
2: Oh, I know this one. Www.
1: Okay, what do they do?
2: They apparel. Okay.
1: Spencer, uh, if, if more
2: specific than apparel. Oh, more specific. Hush puppies. Hush puppies. Wait, what? What? Hush. What?
1: This is a great story. You ever? This company was about to go bankrupt, and uh, Wait a someone was out in New York City, and all these at these high-fluting places, people were wearing hush puppies. So they decided to bring them back, and it re- revived the company. They, it's a shoe company. Oh, they make shoes. Yeah, shoes. I, you know shoes,
2: the, eh? I, I knew
0: the ticker, and they're on a the had the
2: ticker too. I don't even know where. Like, you just say his company, and I can go. Did it? And I just type it in because right. I've uh, typed through so many tickers every night. Right.
1: Okay. Uh so who do we have? Dennis?
2: No, me. Uh, that was Dennis.
1: Okay. Let me get, see if I can find. I
2: think I'm. I think I'm like. Oh yeah. Ordering oh, you this time. We're not keeping score today. Okay. Kelly- <laughs> <laughs> For, Kelly- first, I'm gonna win. He's not gonna <laughs> keep minor work. league hockey in Canada. So- has to be almost over
0: though. I've heard of it.
2: <laughs> I've heard of no. I'm
0: not. I'm not from around. here. forget that. I, I, I'm not. I'm not a okay. Michigander. Uh, Kelly Services, K
2: E L. No, nope. <laughs> okay. He, he went obscure here too because I don't know <laughs> this one either. This must be a small cap. It's
1: a. It's a big. It's a K E L Y A. And I got three fifths You got
2: five letters five going letters.
1: on. Come on. It's in Troy, Michigan, and it's a staffing company.
2: No, I don't oh, trade this oh, one. Oh, how either. could I have not known that?
1: I know. Okay, Dennis, I got a good one for you. All right. Universal Forest.
2: I've traded it before. I'm trying to think. Universal Forest. I know I've traded it. You, are, you really went tough on me. Universal Forest. What is the ticker? I'm going to say they're in the forest industry. Yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta get the ticker right, and I get the point. Yeah. Universal forest. Universal forest. No, I guessed UNF, but that's Unifirst. No, yeah. I don't know.
1: It. Um UFPI and they're in uh, they're in Grand Rapids, Michigan.
2: No, never so, traded all this right, one either. Spencer, you right, gotta one.
1: give Spencer a good one. Okay.
0: I'll I'll take Whirlpool Cal
1: <laughs> no, General Motors Ford, Cal, right, okay. Whirlpool, Go. Lear. Those didn't make okay. it. Okay. Uh, well, I didn't want to give you those. American, they didn't make the
2: obscure cut.
1: American Axle.
2: American
0: Axle? Yes. Gosh. If, if you got that,
2: this one. If, if only Brent were in office now, I could tell. That's as easy as a leer. American Axle? Well, you know the industry because 90% of the Michigan well, companies yeah. apparently well, are in the same industry. You, you can tell by the name. Axle.
0: Yeah, you can tell by the name. It's an auto company. Yeah. Uh, although I didn't know what an Axle was when I got my license. Fun fact.
2: Uh, <laughs> Uh, American <laughs> is- they gave you your license. <laughs> uh, American Should I ask axle- you that question on the driver's test? <laughs> uh, American Axle is AXL. Oh, dang it!
0: Dang, oh,
1: dang,
2: okay. dang, dang
0: okay. it! Oh, okay. Got it! I got it. There we go. Okay. We okay. have a winner. The we, we got
1: one.
0: We, I, don't okay. know, I don't know. where it's based out. You got but, one.
1: Uh, okay. All right. Any other ones? Like uh, Dennis, I'll just throw these out to uh, uh, Meritor. That's uh, M-T-O-R. That's Troy. That's Auto Systems. Wabco. Uh, they're well, Wabco's
2: Hills, W-A-B. Oh, Wabco changed the symbol. It used to be W-A-B. It's uh, – I don't know it now.
1: Okay. Uh, Tower International.
2: Holy, oh, you went off the board on these. Tower International.
1: Think about the first, the first name and take out a letter.
2: <laughs> Take out a letter. <laughs> yeah. T O W R. I get T, though. <laughs> but that's right. ATT. All right, all right, all right. Cool. All right. That'll be it
0: for today. Yeah, this ticker yeah.
2: symbol, this got hard all of a sudden. It, did get, it got very hard. So Joel and
0: I are going to go back. I'm going to get in the driver's seat now.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. We're five but, minutes over.
0: Yeah, I'm back in the driver's We're seat. Gonna we have pay are overtime. Before we go, before we go, cannot forget a very happy birthday to our own Joel Connor. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is his birthday. Holy. Happy birthday, Joel. Happy My
2: birthday, Joel. I'm going to ask you uh, 69 years old.
1: No, oh, no, the 50. <laughs> How does it
2: feel to be 69 years old?
1: Whoever wrote the 55 puts is running out of time and uh, you should be rolling into the 56 calls. So uh, and and Michigan has homecoming uh, tomorrow against Iowa, so That's what I'm hoping for.
2: I can't buy 55. All right.
1: Yep. Double nickel. All right. I'm into my early, mid, late fifties.
2: Oh man. All right. You're now over the hell and halfway down the hell. Sorry, I want, I want to
0: thank everyone who uh, bore with us today uh, through thick and thin. I want to remind you that the, the today's show is sponsored by Weeble and the WeTrader Trader Competition. Join traders from around the world in a paper trading, yes, Dennis, paper trading competition that you can win a Tesla Model Three or forty thousand dollars towards your student loans. If you are the best overall trader for the four-week competition, you can learn more by going to the Weeble mobile app, desktop app, or click on the links that I'm going to drop in in the chat. Thanks to our guest, Greg Harmon. Thanks to all of you in our chats on YouTube and com. Please remember all the information from this show is meant to be used as informational purposes only and not for investing or trading advice. Catch our podcast wherever you get your podcasts or we watch our show on YouTube. That's it. Everyone have a great weekend. Joel, again, a happy birthday tomorrow and we'll talk to you again on Monday.